You are now listening to The Marketing Podcast with Josh and Mike, where we share marketing insights to help you grow your business. Welcome back to The Marketing Show with Josh and Mike, where we talk about marketing stuff like branding and the importance of keeping it unified. We'll repeat that throughout the episode because it's kind of the theme of this episode. Yeah, like we just said. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, I think first off, we should probably talk about uh, what branding is because I think that everyone's got their own idea of what branding is. Um, So how how would you define branding, Mike? Yeah, I think it's a term that's loosely thrown around. Um, Everybody's got their own definition, especially in this age of everybody's an entrepreneur. Yeah, make money everywhere. So uh, what branding is is basically the gut feeling that a consumer will get about your business um, or about your service or product that you sell, which it's got to be one of the two. so, yes, yeah, their gut feeling about, you know, oh, they're horrible or, you know, oh, yeah, they're, they, they're custom fitted or they're speaking to a runner's lifestyle, for example. Right. So um, they're all about the outdoors. They're all about running comfort, whether it's apparel, whether it's shoes, whether it's, you know, a heart rate monitor. Right. It's that gut feeling that they get about it. Um, and there are many things that could speak to that feeling. So um, basically, I would say brand is concerning businesses, because that's what we're talking about, Right, um, would be your reputation to that client. And it's basically um, something that they feel about your business, they, how they view that reputation. Um, so the process of branding is us as the business trying to get you, the consumer, to feel that way. To feel that way. About so feel the way that I want you to feel versus right. you just forming your own opinion outside of it. I really want to push this image towards you. That's what branding is. So so then just to sum that up, the brand is the identity. Mm-hmm. And branding is the process of creating that identity. Yes. Okay. Yes. Trying, to, trying, to con- trying to get it over to the consumer. Please think this way about my business, please. Right. And that, that goes into many, many, many things. Advertising, marketing, like we're trying to talk about. Also, customer service. How good actually is your product or service? All these things go into branding. Um, and kind of what we're talking about today, too, is also the look that you put forward. You know, what does that say about what you're trying to get out there? Because that's part of your identity. Just yep. like how you dress is part of your identity as a person yes it's like how you dress up your business how you dress up your brand you know the colors you use the fonts you use your logo like all of that plays into your identity yes yes Um, so so as you were talking one of the examples that just came to my mind is um recently we were shopping uh and i don't remember the specific thing but you know at the store looking at something and and saw like a product and I was like, oh, like we can get this one or this one. And there was a brand name thing happening where it was like, oh, this brand, I recognize this brand. This mm-hmm. brand, I know this brand does this. Yes. You know, like, I don't remember what it was. Um, but then there was another brand. I'm like, huh, I thought this brand did this. I didn't know they were over here. And I, I can't remember what the product was, but it was like, oh, I thought they sold shoes. Why are they selling dish soap? You know, like, <laughs> like, like it was one of those kind of things. We yeah. were like, Oh, I didn't realize this brand did that. Yeah. Um, whereas this other brand, I'm like, oh, well, I know this brand sells dish soap. Yeah. Um, so that and that's that same thing. That's your identity. Yes. So it's like if you're known as we do X, if you're over here doing Y, people are like, 
I thought you did X. And that's part of your identity. So if, you, if, you, if your identity is, we do X, Y, and Z, then everyone's not surprised. But when people come into you know, a store, a lot of times it's, you know, it's a product. A lot of times branding is, is, is in the product space. That's the most common. Like, like it's done in services, products, it's everywhere, and it needs to be everywhere. Yeah. But our, I think as, as consumers, most of our interactions with a brand is at the product level. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm at the store and I'm going to get, you know, Mr. Clean or I'm going to get, you know, this other one mm -hmm. that I've never heard of, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Right. Um, services, I feel like we deal with it less. It's more like, let me find a plumber mm -hmm. and you just start Googling whoever comes up first. It's like, I wasn't, I didn't care about the brand. I'm in a hurry. My toilet's leaking. This guy came up first. He says, call for a free estimate. Done. I'm just going to call him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. And that and that's call to actions and whatever. But at the same time, that is branding. Yeah, you know, at some level, that's the brand that this plumber's putting out. This plumber says, "Aha, people who are looking for me are probably having an emergency right now, mm -hmm. or they just just cleaned up a mess, and they're like, I'm calling a plumber right now." <clears throat> they're not looking for a page of I started this business 47 years ago with just myself and my dog right, and like right. they, they don't want to read your story they don't care who you are they're like do you have a wrench get over here right. <laughs> and, and your name your logo and all that is going to fit that right yes so when they look for you on Google we're going to hear something like um, so and so's name John Smith Plumbing or we're going to hear John Smith Rotorooter Something like that. Your logo is going to be a guy with a plunger or something like that. It's not going to be a guy in a suit of armor and a sword, right? Because right. that doesn't work. So the branding does fit that as well. It's just, you know, tailor, tailored a little bit more differently. But it's still the same thing, you know. Um, I'm, especially if you find two guys on Google and one guy has an armor and a sword and the other guy has a plunger and a regular hat. And he says, John Smith's Rotorooter. And the other thing, because we're talking branding. The other thing that that says to me is, well, this guy thinks more highly of himself. This guy's like, I'm just a plumber. Just, just an immediate brand perception. I'm like a plunger and a baseball cap. This guy is going to be cheaper than the guy with a suit of armor. I'm calling this guy because I want the cheaper plumber. Right. Or, 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 or maybe it's the, uh, it's, or it it's might the other. Call, well, it might cause confusion, too, because this guy's in a suit of armor and a sword. What are we talking about? Right. right? And so there's all these things that are going to run through your customers' minds. And so you have to, to know how your branding impacts that. Right. Um, the other, the other thing is if you have a guy with a plunger and then you got another guy who has a plunger but he's wearing, you know, a slingshot tank top, got a big old cigar out of his mouth. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we take care of your toilets, right? You're like, I'm going to call John Smith plumber. <laughs> a brand oh, says a lot about you if they don't know about you already. Yeah. I mean, because it could be vice versa. And the guy with the cigar, because we've contacted that guy. He's actually a really nice guy, does great work. While the other guy, John Smith, you know, he comes out, you know, and his pants is sagging and, you know, he smells like cigarettes and we can't get anything done with him. And, you know right. what I mean? So, again, it, it, it all has to go with everything has to be uniform. Everything has to fit. And what you just said there was key. There's whatever we perceive about your brand online. Then there's what we perceive when we actually interact with your brand. Buy your product, buy your service, have the plumber come to our house. That will impact how we see your brand. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you're talking about branding, it's not just what's your logo. Right. Your branding is how do you serve your customers? What's your customer experience? I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a lot because if you called John Smith Plumbing and some guy comes out, he's clearly... 18 
you're just looking at him like, can you can you lift that wrench that you're holding? And, you know, he's, you know, some scrawny 18-year-old kid, and you're like, I don't know if I trust you to solve my problem because your brand, like, they don't fit, this person doesn't fit the pre preconceived idea of what a plumber should be. Right. Um, Hopefully we're basing that off of work and not just the way the guy looks. <laughs> oh, no, of course. And, right, yeah. and stereotypes is a whole different issue. Stereotypes yes. is a whole different issue. Yeah, it is. But... We can't deny the fact that it happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's and, out there for sure. For and sure. so I, if an 18-year-old girl showed up with a wrench and she's scrawny, like, you're probably, like, we're, like, way out of political correctness at the moment. <laughs> but, but the point is, we're talking about branding. Right. The point is, most people are probably not going to make the assumption that this girl's going to get in there and manhandle the toilet and replace it. Right, right. And so they're like... I don't know if I could, do I need to come help you? Like, I don't, do, can I trust that you can do this? Right. Because um, we're just talking on the branding, on the, yes. the branding, not the political correctness. Uh, <laughs> but because there are these, all of these things speak to your brand. So that, I think, that's the point. And I think the way branding would play a part in this is if we saw a big, you know, bearded man as the brand and the woman shows up. Because then yes. you're going to feel slighted. Yes. Because it's like, I didn't expect this, you know. But if, but you, if you had, like, the picture of the woman, like, from World War II, where she's rolling up her sleeve and she's doing that, she's got a plunger in her hand. Right. That brand just said to you, I'm a woman, and I'm going to knock this if out. If your brand is called Plunger Jane or whatever. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, this is a girl plumber who gets it, and that's your brand. Then when that girl shows up, everyone's like, oh. I trust you because this connects with your brand. Right. That, that's the whole point. Right. Not, not to say who can do the job of plumbing. Yes. The point is the brand. You don't feel slighted. Because that's, right. And, then, and the thing is, is like, I'm not really slighting you. My, my dad started this business. But the brand has to match up with what you're offering. And for all you know, this girl's a better plumber than all the other guys. Exactly. It, 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 it's the, the brand has to not match what we're talking up about. Because it's the branding. very first thing is, if again, if the branding doesn't match the service of the product, then I'm going to feel slighted. I'm going to feel cheated. And that again, we were coming back to customer service. That's also a part of brand. Yes. So you know your 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 logo and everything, which is part of branding, trying to get you to feel something about the, what I I. You create that logo, right? So that you can evoke these certain feelings and right. emotions. Right. And then if I didn't get that, then I feel slighted. I feel like he cheated me a little bit. And so now we're on the wrong foot. Now the brand, the actual first impression, the actual um, uh, reputation. For that client is not a very good reputation because this is not matching up, right? Right. And that and and the issue of matching, that's the biggest thing. Yes, it's, it's very It's not big. what is your brand. It's, it's, it's Is it cohesive? Which is, that's the whole point of this episode. Yeah. Is to make your branding cohesive. Yes. It's not that, you know, you need to have this brand or that brand or, or whatever. It's, is what you're doing cohesive? Yes. And that, and there's so many dimensions to that. Uh, for example, so we'll just stick with the plumbing company because now we've got a plumbing company. Uh, <laughs> so if there's not a online presence and we're back in the phone book days and it's just a company name and a phone number, mm -hmm. and we're not there. But the point is, at that point, the only branding you have is your company name. Exactly. Your and business so, name. so you've got a business name and it's like local plumbers. Okay. That can mean anything. It said plumbers. The, so we call the number right. and a plumber shows up, whether it's a, a scrawny girl or a big dude or a little dude or anybody. Yeah. And you, it, definitely, you, you just go, well, I called a plumber and here's a plumber. And it, you definitely want to be under the name plumber or I'm not going to find you. Oh, my goodness. Right. If you're John Smith's 
you know, toilet fixer. That's yeah. not that I'm not going to find you. Period. Pipe cleaning specialist. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to find you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I need you to be. So that's also part of branding and how it needs to be uniform. Yeah. I mean, a really good analogy is to put, um, you know, um, Jose's Mexican food. And then when they get there, it's Chinese food. Right. These don't match up. Right. Or without even saying Mexican food, it just says Jose's and, you know, he's got a big sombrero. Right. But when you come, it's Chinese food. Yeah. You're going to be like, wait, what? I thought this was a Mexican restaurant. I didn't say Mexican food. It was just me, Jose, in a, in a nice hat. Right? But yeah. it's like, but it's Chinese food. Now, that would be funny and that would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can imagine the people coming there like, I want Mexican food. And I love trying out new restaurants. And so I'm hungry. I've created an appetite. And right. I get here. It's Chinese food. Some people are going to come and laugh and have some Chinese food. Right. Some people are going to walk away very upset and give you bad reviews on Google and Yelp because I didn't get what I wanted. But from a branding perspective, just to run with this example, Jose needs to be holding a pair of chopsticks. Yeah. And, and have... Like, and like a little box of Chinese box right, food. Have like right. a little Chinese now, to go box. Now then everyone's like, wait a second, this is like some kind of like Mexican Chinese fusion or something. Right. And then they're like, oh, this is interesting. Let's go check this out. I want to see Jose in the sombrero serving Chinese food. I think we oh, dang it, I was supposed to silence that. I think we just came up with a really good idea. <laughs> Don't copy us. We're totally gonna make Jose's Chinese food. That's actually pretty cool. But, so it would be a slight and it would be like, you're doing me wrong. You're doing me dirty. If all we saw was a sombrero, we saw, we saw Jose, but we didn't see no Chinese food. The branding is misaligned yeah. to the actual brand. Yes. And, that, and that's, I think a good way to say that is, you know, the branding is the process, but it also is another way to refer to like the, the collateral, which is like the logo, the fonts, the colors, the website, like that the the style guide mm -hmm. you know a lot of people have like a branding guide or a style yeah. guide yes. um which is you know a document so so you've you've worked with your graphic designer you've created a logo you've created you know your fonts your colors you know um, well, hopefully and, you have uh, well yeah you should that's you, kind of the should. point of this episode. you should have a style guide if you don't um e even if even if for you it's as simple as saying I'm just going to pull up a Word doc and say we use red, blue, and green, and we use the Comic Sans font, and that's our brand. Like, if it's that simple, at least do that and be consistent. Right. Um, but a lot of people, you know, building a, a company, working with a designer, the designer can say, here's your logo, here's your brand, you know, guidelines, your style guide, you know, wh whatever, you know, term they use for it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a document that will basically say, here's your logo, and you have it in color, in black and white, and here's an inverse version, and whatever, and here's what each of them are for. If you print this on white paper, use this logo. If you print this on colored paper, use this logo. Yeah. If you put it on this or that, use this version, and, and it, it tells you, here's what we have, here's how to use it. And then tells you this is our company font, or these are our three company fonts. We use these for headlines, this for body text. You know, this is the the logo font, or or don't use the logo font for anything. That's our that's our guideline. Is our logo font is this? Never use it for anything. Only use these other two fonts for headline and body. Like, there's not necessarily a right wrong way to to do your style guide, but the point is that there is something uniform that anytime people see anything, they go ah, that's that's that brand. Yeah. You know, I. I, I see I see the red, the white, the swirly sea. I'm like, this is Coca-Cola. Right. And I know this is Coca-Cola. And that um, and that brings an air of professionalism to it too, right? It, it doesn't look like, you know, I'm just throwing this together and hope you think that I'm a reputable business. It's like, no, we're a reputable business and we have a uniform way of doing things. You yes. Know, with headers, with every time an email goes out, it looks a certain way. Every time, you know, you see 
a billboard or advertisement it has a certain air of um, branding about it the the idea is that your company should have a visual identity yeah and people should be able to look at any marketing whether it's like you said a billboard a TV commercial uh, your website your business card your social media um, any of those things they should be able to just look at it and go yeah that's coca-cola yeah I know this is coca-cola how many times has coca-cola changed their logo over the 60 years 70 years that they've been in business none not I they and, have had they've and, had small variations but they've kept the main one They've kept the main thing the main thing. It's been that way since the beginning. Yeah. They stuck to their guns. And like you, like you said, so whenever you look at it, it's the same thing. And so, I mean, you can't always make variations. You can always make like little little tweaks here and there, but don't overdo it because then you start to change your brand. You start to change everything up. Right. And you look at someone like Coke. It's like, we all know what their colors are. We see those colors and we kind of go, this, I think this is Coke. Yeah. Or, or, or you see the, you know, the red, the blue, and the white, and the little, you know, icon. You know, oh, that's this one's Pepsi. Yep. Like, like when we're walking down a store aisle and we're looking for our brand of whatever the thing is. You're looking for the colors. That, I'm like, I want the green Sprite. I want, you know, whatever it is. And it's funny that you say that because Sprite is a Coke product. Well, when Pepsi started making a product just like that, lemon lime Sprite, uh, Pepsi, there's just called Sierra, but what color was it? Green. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's like we're gonna make our bottle green, even though the liquid is is white, because they wanted because the branding was already there when Coke did it. So it's like, well, why don't we build on the brand that they've already built? So we'll call ours whatever we call it, but we're gonna put it in a green bottle and a green can, mm-hmm. and it's gonna taste the same. It's gonna be the same flavor. And we all know that Sprite and Seven Up and Sierra Mist and all these different you know versions of this were like. Well, if you want that kind of soda, it comes in a green container. Right. So you're not <laughs> even though the soda is not green. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't bother to change everything up, because then it's like we have to rebrand. Which your all your brain is already trained to. This kind of soda with this kind of taste and feel is in a green bottle. So guess what? Our version of that kind is also in a green bottle. Right. And if you go get the Kirkland Special, it's also in a, in green, a green bottle. bottle. Yeah. Or Dollar or, Tree. Or can or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the point is again uniformity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whatever it is that you're going to create, you want it to be uniform. So, and the reason we're talking about this is because we see this a lot with small businesses in particular. Um, and there's, there's a couple areas that we'll see small businesses kind of failing at here. Um, one is, is the name of the company. Um, There'll be sometimes three versions of the name of the company or different ways of spelling it or punctuating it or, well, sometimes it has ink and sometimes it doesn't and sometimes we put LLC on it and sometimes, and it's like, well, what is your actual company name? Like, let, let's get clear on that. Um, and and there, there's like, there's your legal entity name, which is some, you will have a legal entity name if you have a business. Um, and then you have, you know, the marketing version of that name, you know, something like Inc. or LLC or whatever. It doesn't have to be on your name for marketing purposes, but it, it's there on your, you know, contracts and things. So, it, it, like, that's a, that's a thing to decide. What is, you know, what is your, your entity name? And then what is the marketing name you're going to be known by? It's not Coke Incorporated LLC Copyright Trademark Hashtag, like Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. That's what they go with. Um, so, for you as a small business running a brand, you want to make sure that... You have a consistent company name, a certain way it's spelled, a certain way it's you know punctuated, 
whatever that is, especially if you're if you've got multiple words in your business name, like okay, which words are getting capitalized? <laughs> like uh, all of those things. I we work with a lot of companies, a lot of businesses, and it boggles my mind how often we see inconsistent company names. And the easiest place that you see that is in their online presence. Their website, so they have, they have something as a domain, it's you know, our company, abc.com, and then you go to the website and it's like, our company, BCA. And then you go to their Instagram and it's like, company, BCA, R. And then you go to their Facebook and it's something different. And you're like, I don't even know what your company name is. Right, it's not uniform. So, so that, that's uh, number one, nail ad down. Yeah. Even if you're not going to pay for brand, just nail your company name down and make sure it's clear and it's the same everywhere. Now, if you can't get, you know, the handle for that on Instagram or something like that cuz someone else already took that handle, that's all good. You can get a different handle. Yeah. But in your description where you write out the company name, make sure it's consistent everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you can you can control that. So, can make sure your your so company name is consistent. So this way when somebody consistent. searches you on Instagram, they can find you by your handle or by your actual name, then it'll link to your handle. So. Yeah, and yeah, I, I, I cannot say how often I see this. Right, and, and I, I think what you're speaking to speaks to the overall point. It doesn't have to just, he's, so he's hitting on the name, but right. it, it's also everything else. So, you know, and it's a good Cause, point because you're talking about different spaces, right? Right. And it's like, these different spaces are very important. So your website is of utmost importance, mm. but then you got your Facebook, your Instagram, your LinkedIn, and your social media. Um, so it should be the same on all of them. Yes. Because if, let's just say, I found you on Facebook or I found you on Instagram. Or Google. I, I, or... I'd like to go and look for you on YouTube. So what I should find is the same logo, same font, yes. same hopefully picture, right, that, that represents your business. Like, again. That, that icon. That, that yeah. We're going back to that whole Coca-Cola thing. That should be on all of your, your spots. If you have a picture, then that should be on all your spots. And if you decide, I don't like that picture anymore. To change it on all of them. Yes. But it goes back to the whole thing of try not to change your brand up too much because then you could start, you know, you could start sowing seeds of confusion. I, what's going on? Yeah. Right? B, you want to be the same. And if you make changes, make little changes, you know, not yeah. some, not some, so big. I, you can, you can rebrand at any point. Right. Companies rebrand all the time. So there's Re- nothing, there's nothing wrong with rebranding, right. launching completely new logo, color scheme, everything. Just be consistent. And, and they don't do it a lot, though, because it is a huge oh, yes. endeavor yes. to rebrand. Yeah. 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 You're, not, usually, you're not doing it every couple months. And usually you rebound because the brand you have now is failing or it's not representing me right. So, And that goes back to the, to the identity we were talking about. Yes. If you're like, okay, our brand says we do plumbing, but we're actually... We do plumbing, we do construction, we do uh, painting, and we now um, do uh, drone photography for real estate. And like, you're like, okay, we do a whole lot of things now. So obviously, there's the question of, well, maybe you need to just split those brands into different things. Yeah, you can uh, say, yes, different there, businesses. There, there's that, but but even if you were going to keep it all together, it's like, well, now you need to call this, you know, general J- contractor or John, something like that. John Smith's uh, general contracting and multimedia services or something <laughs> like something. like you need you need a name that that encompasses your actual identity yeah because uh, if it's john smith's plumbing no one will ever call you for a, a for, for we're contracting just, we're just going to call you for plumbing we're going to call you for plumbing and you're like why aren't we getting any calls for building houses because your name doesn't say we build houses <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> that's exactly uh, right so and that's where it's like it's okay if you want to change your identity go for it mm-hmm. just be consistent and 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 be purposeful in it um yeah. so so, 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 okay. So let's just talk about a couple ways that people 
can put this consistency into place. So we talked about uh, company name as uh, just a practical step that people can take to get their branding uh, uniform. What, what's another uh, thing you'd like to talk about? I think another important thing is logo. Mm. Um, just having having a logo, if you don't have one, get one. Um, it's not hard to get on the internet nowadays, so go ahead and get one. Um, and along with that logo, what you're going to want to decide is your color scheme as well. Yeah. And the reason you want to do that, because when you tell somebody, you know, hey, make me a logo, um, I'm going to want it this color. This is going to be your identifying color as your business now. So whenever you order shirts for your business, whenever you order business cards, it's going to have this logo. It's going to have this color. Yes. So you're going to want to you're going to want to um, set that. And you already kind of talked about style guide, but it, it's going to it's all going to go together. So, um, yeah, logo is a big deal. And so wherever your presence is on the Internet or on paper or on business cards, it's got to have that logo on it with that color scheme. Absolutely. And and just one last thing on color scheme. You think about having a color palette. So a color palette doesn't have 97 colors in it. Right. So, so your brand needs to have like one to three primary colors. Like there can be other colors involved. Like it's not like you can only ever use three colors in your entire branding universe ever. Yeah. But, but Coca-Cola, the red. Mm-hmm. You know, Pepsi, it's, it's the red and the white and the blue in a specific arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a reason why you do your branding that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you, you definitely, you, you have essentially your hero color or hero colors, mm-hmm. so to speak, is I think is a good way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can choose it your, uh, or if you're not good at colors, you can work with your designer to choose those colors. Yep. Uh, but you do want to think ahead, you know, if it's this crazy wonky lime green, that might work for you, but just think, Okay, is that going to work on business cards and T-shirts and hats and pens and all the things that you're going to want to create branding? Cl- just think for a minute before you just go, yeah, that logo looks great. Yeah. Just think, will this, and just, a, sorry, back to logo design for a second. You want to think, will this logo look good printed on a shirt, printed on a hat, printed on a pen, printed on a letterhead, printed on a billboard? Uh, will it look good at the end of a video? Will just You just want to think... Will this brand serve me well right. in all the places I'm going to put it? Because if you make a logo that's super detailed and complex and you're like, it looks terrible when you print it on a pen, right. then it's probably not a great design. And, um, and, and most importantly, does this logo represent your yes, business? That's does it, the key. D- does it represent, because it could be like, oh, I, just, I want, you know what? Taking that in mind, I want something very elegant. Well, but does that elegance speak to your business? Remember, it's all about getting that feel of who we are out to the customer before they before they even get a chance to experience it. So this should tell you what I'm all about. And so, um, yeah, design it with, I would almost say design it practically, practicality in mind. Yeah. Almost like we were going back to the plumber analogy. It's got a plunger on it. That's very, very practical. You know exactly who we are. You can get creative and do all that good stuff. But whatever your logo is, it needs to say who you are. You know? Yes. Some people will say that only in text. Okay. Some people will say only with picture. That's fine. Just make sure it's clear. Yes. And there's, we're just stuck on logos for a minute here. There's, there's levels to logo design. Mm-hmm. There's, let's go to Fiverr and get a logo done for $5. There's, let's go to Fiverr and get a logo done for $100. There's, 
let's find a, a freelance designer and pay five hundred dollars. Mm. And there's let's go to a branding agency and pay five thousand dollars. Right. And then there's let's go to a branding agency and pay five hundred thousand dollars. It's like there's all kinds of levels to logo design. Yes. And and you need to be realistic about what level you're at and what your expectations are. Yeah. Um, but you also, like you just said, you need to make sure whatever you do that it's clear. Yeah. That that when someone looks at that logo, they know what your company represents. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Branding. Um, that's what branding. Branding. Is. Yes. Um, and then I'll jump in. Another thing that we haven't talked about yet is fonts. Mm -hmm. Your font choice. Mm -hmm. So. There's a whole different thing about how your font choice affects how people feel about your brand or whatever. Like that's a, diff a totally different thing that goes more into logo design and all that kind of stuff. But whatever the fonts are, you want those to be consistent. Um, so, and that kind of goes back to that style guide. Uh, and I think that that's ultimately in branding. It all comes back to that style guide. Like you, you need to have a style guide, whether you make it yourself or whether your designer makes it for you, you need to have a style guide that says, this is our logo. These are our colors. These are our fonts and use things like this um, because you want those fonts to be consistent because when someone sees, you know, someone made a business card for your company and your company has this elegant scripty font and then someone threw like Times New Roman or Comic Sans, <laughs> it's, it's always Comic Sans. Um, someone threw Comic Sans on your business card, it's like, whoa, that does not represent our brand. Yeah. That's a, that does not match. Yeah. So you need to have that style guide in place so that whatever those choices have been with logos, colors, fonts, all of that stuff, it's written down somewhere and anybody, anybody who's going to create anything that's more than it's a company memo these guidelines, yeah. says, here's the guidelines. If you're creating uh, anything in marketing, if you're creating posts for Instagram, if you are creating flyers to go out in the community, if you're a salesperson who's going to create a flyer, if you are everybody in your organization who's going to create anything that the public will see needs to be on the same page with those guidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Like I said before, it has this air of uh, professionalism to it. Um, it's not like, you know, th there is, there is a sharp line between what you do when you do things like that, that will separate you from the hobbyist or, yes. or even somebody who's not doing this as a hobby. It's their, it's their full time, but they haven't stepped up to this level yet. It's going to yeah. be like, okay, there's a difference in quality here. And quality always wins out. Always wins out. And, and just before, before you close it out, with, with that, what you're saying with quality, it's also one of the things that separates the, let's call it, you know, the local mom and pop shop from the retail outlet. Mm -hmm. is the retail outlet is going to have consistent branding everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's not a, you know, a bad thing. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And that's something a mom and pop shop can do to elevate their branding so that people don't just go, ah, that's just a local store. We're not even going to bother stopping there. Right. Let, let's, go, let's go to the big box store because of X perception that they have about whatever it is. Right. It's, th those are ways you can elevate the brand, whatever brand you have. It doesn't mean you have to change what you do. It doesn't mean you have to become a big box store if you're a, <laughs> if right. you're a small local thrift shop. Like, well, you can change your branding to make it feel like we're at, we're, we've elevated the thrift store shopping experience. And the people are like, oh, like, this is like a nice thrift store as opposed to like whatever. Um, so, but some, there you go, something like a thrift store, like there's a brand perception around thrift stores. And yeah. there, there's good and bad to that and you can, you can do what you want to do with that. Uh, but all that to say, 
these are ways you can elevate your branding. So I hope yep. those are some helpful tips. And you got anything else to close this out? Uh, yeah, this, just keep on with the branding. The, there is a brand. There is a perception out there about what you offer, whether it's a product or a service. So what you want to do is you want to jump out ahead of that mm. um, and say, this is how I want you to feel about it. And so think about all these little things that you can do and then implement them into your business. Get it uniform so that this way you could say, this is what I'm about to the new customers, um, to the existing customers. You could say, hey, you already know this as this. You know, and you can get feedback from customers if they've already yeah. you know, experienced it. That helps. So, yeah, that's it for today's show. And uh, you already know, do the thing. Like, subscribe. But I always say scribe. I never say subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. Sub like and scribe. Subscribe. <laughs> like, scribe. Yeah. Do all that stuff that you already know people do on these platforms. That's right. Thank you for listening to the Marketing Podcast with Josh and Mike. Make sure you subscribe to catch more future episodes and more marketing insights. Thanks. Thanks.